Today, we'll be talking about the NFC West, otherwise known as, you know, not the really good West that's in the AFC. Welcome to an episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Pakistan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. I mean, still, like three of these teams can make the playoffs. It's just not the Seahawks. Grassi, and today we are going to be diving in, finishing off the week and the NFC with our way too early predictions as we go through every single team, look at their toughest games, predict the floor and the ceiling, and then, of course, predict the rankings for this upcoming season within the division. So starting off with the Arizona Cardinals, Mr. Hopkins are going to be missing some time just because of some uh, PDs. So maybe, just maybe, the Cardinals won't have a midseason collapse because they'll start out terribly. Is that better? I don't know. But the Cardinals added Hollywood Brown, who has some familiarity with Kyler Murray. Their draft was a little bit weird. They bring in Trey McBride, so now they have multiple tight ends, even though Zach Ertz is getting a little bit older, but they did just pay him, but that's neither here nor there. The Cardinals are a weird team. They are doing the Cliff Kingsbury formula, in which they do really, really well. Oh, man, wow, they're unstoppable. And then they completely and totally crap the bed. I mean, like, they shouldn't have lost that game against the Packers. The Packers literally didn't have their top three wide receivers, and they still found a way to lose because A.J. Green forgot to turn around. Then they go to the playoffs and get the absolute crap beaten out of them by the Rams. So... What are the Cardinals going to do? I don't know, but Kyler Murray's probably going to complain about it on Instagram. Taking a look at some of their tough games. Chiefs, Raiders, they of course have the Rams twice. They got the Eagles, the Saints, the Vikings, the 49ers twice, the Chargers, the Browns, and the Bucks. Not an easy schedule for the Cardinals this year. The baseball team might do better. So because of the quality of their opponents and them missing Hopkins, I think their floor could be as low as 6-11 and 11 this year, which would be quite the blow however taking a look at the inverse i still think that they should be able to win some of these games on top of that hopkins coming back will be a huge boost for them and who knows maybe james connor will score a kajillion touchdowns this year i see their ceiling being around 11 and 6 i still think that they can vie for a playoff spot they'll still be contending to win the division and at least they won't have to worry about the seahawks then speaking of let's talk about the seattle seahawks well, we are in June and we don't know who their QB is going to be. It's either going to be Drew Locke or Geno Smith unless they make a trade for Baker Mayfield. But yeah, the Seahawks are in a rough place. They lost Russell Wilson. They struggled. They didn't make the playoffs last year. They were the only team in the division not to make the playoffs. And they seem to be going through a little bit of a rebuild here. Looking at some of their tough games, 49ers twice. They got the Cardinals twice. They got the Rams twice. On top of that, the Broncos, the Saints, the Lions, they could struggle with the Chargers, the Bucks, the Raiders, and the Chiefs. Oof. It's tough when your entire division is basically going to give you a hard time, though they'll probably still wind up sweeping the 49ers. Here, I think their floor is around a 4-13 and record. I just 
don't think they're going to find a ton of success with either Geno Smith or Drew Locke as their QB. They might be looking to next season to maybe drafting one. I think the Seahawks will be contending for a top five pick in next year's draft. They're sealing a respectable eight and nine. I think it's going to be real difficult for them to have a winning record in this division. And on top of that, I just don't think they're going to be good this year. Following that, you got the San Francisco 49ers. Well, guess what? If they play the Packers in the playoffs, at least you guys know that you'll have a free win. That really hurt to say. Emotional damage! The 49ers enter in a weird place right now in which they gave up the farm to get Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the team. He's owed a lot of money. And they, I don't know what they're doing with that. They're like, hey, do you want Jimmy G? No? Oh. Well, this is awkward now because they're, they're just sitting there with him. Is Trey Lance going to be the starter? Don't know. Is Jimmy G going to be the starter? Don't know. I would imagine they want to give Trey Lance the starting position. There were a lot of rumors this offseason that he wasn't looking good, but you have Shanahan coming out and defending Trey Lance going, no, this is why we're trying to trade Jimmy G, because we think that Trey Lance can be the starter. And I know a lot of people are thinking that the 49ers are going to take a lot of steps back, but I think that they still have a very good football team. You're going to have guys come back from injury, and I still think that they are definitely going to be contenders here. I think their tough games are against the Broncos. They have the Rams twice. The Cardinals could be an issue for them. Of course, they might get swept by the Seahawks, the Chiefs, the Saints, the Dolphins, the Bucks, and the Raiders. Again, this entire division does not have a cakewalk here. So I think depending on how Trey Lance is going to do, I think their floor could be 7-10. and 10. They could struggle a bit. And again, it's going to depend on their QB. However, I think their ceiling is the same as the Cardinals around 11-6. and 6. I think that with Trey Lance, you add that mobility factor in there. You have so many pre-snap motions that Shanahan is going to be able to whip some creative stuff up and worst case scenario Jimmy G is the starter and hell that got them to the NFC championship game so I still think the 49ers are going to be good then finally you have the reigning defending Super Bowl champions you got the LA Rams the Rams didn't win a single game in November last year and still won the Super Bowl like do we even care about the regular season anymore as Packer fans they were number one the past two years and that got them nothing you lose! Good day, sir! I'm not bitter. It's fine. They do have a tough road ahead of them. They lost Von Miller. Tough games against the Bills and Von Miller. The Cardinals, the 49ers, the Cowboys, the Bucks, the Saints, the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Packers, the Broncos, and the Chargers. Yeah, guess what? Winning the division doesn't make it so easy the next year, does it? So they definitely have a tough road. Looking at some of these games, I think their floor still should be around 10 and 7, just because I think they do have a very good football team. Who knows what will happen with OBJ, but they did add Allen Robinson, and of course they have Cooper Cup already on that team, and they have Van down by the River Jefferson. So they should still be good. Ceiling, I'm looking at around 12 and 5 just because of the quality of their opponents. I think that they're playing against some really, really good teams this year, but they have a good shot to still win the division. So if we're going to rank this at number one, I got the LA Rams. Number two, the 49ers. Three, you got the Cardinals. And number four, the Seattle Seahawks. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel this division is going to shake out? Let me know what you think. You guys find me at TomGrossetComedy.com or TomGrossetComedy, all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over patreon.com slash TomGrossetComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, go Pack Go. <laughs>